This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, welcome back, guys. It's Thursday, the fall. May the 4th be with you, Jen. Oh, thank you, and may the 4th be with you as well. Let's see your Star Wars shirt. I didn't wear it today. I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about it. I totally forgot about it. I proudly put out a Baby Yoda shirt for my daughter this morning, Jennifer. Give us a chewy. She She is a big Baby Yoda fan, my daughter. In fact, her birthday is tomorrow, and the entire theme of her party is Baby Yoda. Oh, I bet Scott is thrilled that that he's got a fellow Star Wars fan. You know what I bought that I should have brought it in here? It's something you mount on the wall that makes you look like you're in one of the lands. Oh, that's funny. Oh, nice. Next year. I obviously (laughs) don't know jack about this. And and one of the lands or something? uh, One of the planets. (laughs) It's got a planet on it. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's it's nice to encourage participation. (laughs) You know, I just like buying uh, decor. (laughs) I like buying party decor. I'm like, this will be fun. Uh, hey, it's a beautiful moon out there. Nice, nice, yeah. big, beautiful full moon, moon alert. Is that a is that a full moon? Or oh, I think it's tomorrow. I think it's, it's tomorrow. Very the close. Next day, yeah, yeah. But, it's tomorrow because it's the full moon. Cinco de Mayo and the Derby all are aligned. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Sweet. though, two or three days before and after, it's already ramped up. My experience on the la- the lateral this morning, an <laughs> indication oh. of it. That's I the barometer. To, oh yeah, yeah. The barometer think, of the moon. I think you need to break up with the lateral. I think you need to find I another way. I do take way. different ways occasionally. I but. wish there was a way I could, Jen. Are you kidding? That would be a glorious day. Well, the good news is Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers are doing a really nice thing. And we're going to talk about that here shortly. Also, Jamie Foxx, still in need of our prayers, but went on social media, so I guess that's a good sign. And Gwyneth Paltrow compares Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck in bed. Oh, God, I saw this last night. This Hmm. is dope. So... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Let's begin this hour's e-news with a writer's strike. Yeah, we had heard yesterday that Jimmy Fallon maybe was being a little bit of an unsupportive jerk in this whole situation. And that was kind of what one of his staff members had, had said, that he didn't even show up to the meeting where they were where they were told that they wouldn't be getting paid starting next week. Well, now we're hearing that he is going to help his staff get through the writer's strike. Employees, well, yeah, now he is. Now is, exactly. <laughs> Employees at The Tonight Show and Seth Meyers' Late Show are going to be paid for the next two weeks by NBC. And then Jimmy and Seth will personally pay for their teams for a third week. So does that mean that they're just paying that one week and then the staff members are on their own? Or are they going to continue starting with the third week? 
paying them until the strike is over? That's a good question. I, That's I, not I don't, clear. I don't know that they want to commit beyond that week. Yeah, because we who just knows how long don't the strike know. will go. Generalism. Well, and not to sound like this, that like the, like they don't have a lot of money, but yesterday Jeff and I saw how many writers they have per show. Yeah, they, we were wrong. It's, it's go ahead. It's it's like twenty five writers. Like we we estimated maybe five to ten writers. Uh, it was more like 25. That's a lot of writers. Oh, yeah, yeah, they showed them like in a split screen kind of thing, and it went all the way across the TV, multiple rows of people. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, and I, I got to tell you, sometimes I watch those shows, and now that I know they've got 25 writers, and that's, and that's all that's they still came the up with, they could <laughs> yeah. come up with. Yeah. yeah, that's a little scary. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm all I'm all for being supportive of these people, but. I don't expect my boss to pay my bills when there's a situation that's out of my boss's control. Yeah. That affects me. I don't know. Let's what just, if your but boss But Patty's the type of person who, if she had the money, she would. Oh, I agree. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Sure. And I think that's awesome that he's paying for that stuff, but how long does that go on for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't that's know. Just, this is me. I don't but understand. But this was good news. Staff's going to have guaranteed health insurance through September. Oh, that so is good news. That's, that's important. wonderful news. Now, do you have an opinion on the strike? Well, there is a poll. 58% of Americans either somewhat support or strongly support the writers. Only 15% somewhat oppose or strongly oppose. I would say those 15% don't have all of the information. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think if they, if, if they knew, because I think they probably are assuming these guys are making a ton of money. Right. And they don't really realize how little they actually do make. 27% are, are unsure. Um, their lives probably aren't ruled by the television so yeah yeah they 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 don't know how it's going to affect them yet and they may form an opinion when their favorite shows are on i feel kind of unsure like i really don't know how i feel about it i think well they they they, they need more money well yeah but also the chat gpt thing like that needs to be kind of figured out as well which is what they're trying to do yeah yep and i mean here's something to consider the last strike was in 2007 and what ended up happening was reality TV got a huge boost because you don't need writers for that. And game shows. Yeah. And they're, they're cheap to cheap. produce. That's true. Yes. Prior to 2007, you know, there were a couple like Survivor yeah. and, I don't know, American Idol. Uh, oh, yeah. America's Got Talent. And the Osborne. So there were a couple. There were a few. But, but it, it wasn't like today. No. And that, that strike really sort of took it next level. Yeah, and some people are concerned that this strike is going to result in AI being used to create more content for less money, which Jeez. I hate to see happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, Jamie Foxx may have posted on Instagram yesterday, although the family came out yesterday saying he is still in desperate need of our prayers. So we're going to take a closer look at that. Plus, Gwyneth Paltrow, Ben Affleck, and who's the other guy? Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget Brad. Coming up next as your e-news continues. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Weather-wise, a cold start right now. We're in the 30s, but 
We'll see a warming trend today with a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 67. Right now, it's 36, Jeff and Jen. So, Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital, and it's been over three weeks. What is going on? No, no, they're still just saying it's a medical complication. Didn't hmm. he recently say speak up, though? Because I saw an alert yesterday, but I didn't click on it. He did. He went on, uh, was it Twitter? Instagram. Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, and just thanked all of his fans for support. And he didn't and really prayers. say anything. He just no. kind of said thanks. And then he thanked Nick Cannon for taking over his job on that show that he hosts. Jamie Foxx hosted a show. Yeah. With his now, daughter. Now mm-hmm. Nick Cannon is taking over that. Yep. So he or somebody on his team, though, did post a, a message uh, this is exactly what it said. It said, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. But family and friends are still telling the media that he needs prayers and well wishes, all that we can give. So, yeah, don't know. Don't know exactly what is wrong with him or what is going on, but it does not sound like he's quite out of the woods yet. I mean, to stay in the hospital for three, three and a half weeks, something, there is yeah, it's something, something big. big going on there that's requiring 24-hour-a-day care. Yeah. So scary. that's, it is, it's very scary and maybe someday they'll tell us and maybe not. In the meantime, we send prayers Jamie Foxx's way and yep. uh, anyone else who's going through something serious like that. Uh, meanwhile, on a lighter note, have you ever wondered who's a better lover, Brad Pitt or Ben Affleck? You know, this to me would be no question. I have not wondered because I already know. Immediately, <laughs> I would say Brad Pitt. What do I you would guys too. vote? You're saying before, Brad Pitt? Before the Brad record Pitt. even scratches, tell yes, us, Brad Jeff. Pitt. It has to be Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's probably a little more involved. Has, has there ever, has, has Ben Affleck ever done a really juicy sex scene in a movie? You didn't think Gigli was sexy? I never saw Gigli. Oh. <laughs> Nobody did. Uh, no one else did. <laughs> they just kind of made out a little bit in Gigli, didn't they? Like in the beginning, I think. Like uh, I'm trying Jersey to think, girl. has there ever been a... I cannot think of one scene that he's ever had. And then you immediately take me to Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt, and oh, I know God. what is happening. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Brad Pitt. All of There's it. so many Brad Pitts. Yeah. Mm. Well... Gwyneth Paltrow was asked who of the two, Brad Pitt or Ben Affleck, curled her toes more. Oh, that's such a funny question. And she said, boy, you know, that's really hard because Brad was like the sort of major chemistry, like love of your life kind of at the time, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. I mean, just the. Oh, yeah. It was there. Real connection in that in that respect. Mm hmm. Um, and then Ben was like, technically excellent. I can't believe my daughter's listening to this. End quote. <laughs> See, so what does that mean? Does exactly. that mean like Ben's a very, very good at technique? Yes. Yes. But, but that connection that, that, you know. The spiritual mental connection is not there like there. it is for Brad. Right. Okay. That's what it means. I think that is exactly what it means. Like, I think if he was a gynecologist, he would absolutely technically know all of the things. Yeah. But knows he what to do and how a, to do he it. He may not have a bedside manner. There's, you know, his, his body's in the game, but his heart and mind maybe isn't. What a great way to answer oh, a question, oh, honestly, though. I know. Yeah. I like and it. props for Fritch for just it's gold star for the description there. You're welcome. Bedside manner. <laughs> bedside manner. Passing <laughs> the test. 
Correct. You know, Ben Affleck is catching a little bit of heat over, you know, he said this in so many different interviews, but he just said it in another podcast where he's talking about his drinking and he kind of, the way that he talks about it, people walk away thinking he's blaming Jennifer Garner for his drinking problems because he would say, I started drinking, I started drinking because I was miserable in my marriage and I was trapped and I couldn't get out. So I just would drink, I would just drink and sleep on the couch and people are like, okay, so you were unhappy in your marriage and you started drinking. Then three years after you left the marriage, your ex-wife that drove you to drink Drove you to rehab, right? So if it was it's the least she could do, because if it was the marriage, you know, if it was the marriage that was I causing kid. him to the drink, when he's out of the marriage, you would think that he would be able to right. stop. And yeah, get clean it together. you know, if that was his entire reason for doing the drinking. Well, the chemical dependency had started. Must at have that taken point. over yeah. at that point, but yeah, he's so. There's a lot of people that are mad at Ben. Well, right. and, and, and rightfully yeah. so. Like, if you know anything about Jennifer Gardner, she just comes across as the most darling individual you could ever hope to meet in life. But you never know what it's like behind closed doors. I'm just saying on her Instagram account when she does those fake cooking shows, I think it's fabulous. Yep. Well, Gwyneth also says that she never got with Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, even though he tried. Uh, (laughs) The reason she turned him down was because he was, quote, loose with the goods. He still is. Yeah. (laughs) And then she did a she did an F marry or kill with yeah. three of her exes. Yeah. She said she would sleep with Brad. Good answer. And remarry Chris. Sure. Because oh. of their children. Yes. For sure. And she would kill Ben. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. You're out of here. By default. It's <laughs> nothing personal. Technicalities <laughs> took you right out of this race, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is so but funny. Remember, technically you were excellent. That's something. Is there any other actress that has slept with a better list of men than Gwyneth Paltrow? Mm. Taylor, Maybe Swift? Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. If Taylor actually ever slept with anybody. Yeah. Mm. Now, now you got to ask Taylor Swift that question. Yeah. And see what she says. And by the word, uh, by the way, allegedly she's now dating mm-hmm. Matt Healy from the 1975. That is oh. the rumor. He's the guy that's been kissing all sorts of people on stage this this last. Concert. They're together though. They're touring together, aren't they? Aren't the 1975s with her on some of her shows? I uh, think I that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the some concerts. of her shows. Huh. Mm. Huh. Maybe that's. Mm, I don't huh. know. Would you guys rather be Leonardo DiCaprio and pull in all of his details, or would you rather be Gwyneth Paltrow and pull in all her details? You know. Like if you had, do I a, have to do one or the other? <laughs> Neither one of those are like. If you had to have a great choice, situation. Like which one do you think is thriving more in the? I well, I think Gwyneth Paltrow has made quite the life for herself. I think she has done very well. But why is? She, I mean, she's kind of had a lot of lovers too. Yeah, why back is she in the calling day? Leo loose? Well, I think he slept with like hundreds. Yeah. Of Superman. I mean, I think he's. I think he's off like next charts. level. Right. Like a lot to yeah. keep track. Of. Like he can't keep track. He has no idea. He, yeah. he, there's no way that he could sit down and name everyone he slept with. Like, he introduces himself to the girl at the front desk, forgetting that he slept with her. Yeah, yeah. He's that guy. That mm-hmm. it, yeah, correct. 
I, can I would. See that. I guess I can kind of relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's not official, but Entertainment Tonight is reporting that Kevin Costner is leaving Yellowstone. I know. I and saw supposedly him. they got this from a source close to the production that he's done after season five, and it is because of the drama between him and the show's co-creator Taylor Sheridan. That's he, really too bad. I know. I hate to hear that. I hope it's not true. But the franchise will continue. It sounds like it. Yeah, with Matthew McConaughey like coming it. right on in there. Yeah. And there are others, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but can't you see a story where Matthew McConaughey is like a long-lost son of John Dutton, and him and Casey have to, like, battle it out over who has power of the ranch? See, already you got a great story. Yeah, but there. I don't know. I think he's too old to be John Dutton's son. If John Dutton's, like, 60, I mean, Matthew McConaughey can't play. He's a younger Matthew McConaughey. I think he might he be. He had him when he was a teenager. Maybe he's a long-lost brother. <laughs> Maybe he's a brother that also has... So finds out that he that that Yellowstone also belongs to him. It's not just John's. But the point is, I mean, the Yellowstone franchise writing is so good, it's less character dependent, or I guess I should say star dependent, for as good as Kevin Costner is, that franchise will Oh, it'll be continue fine. to thrive after Kevin Costner. Yeah. And on a side note, TMZ is reporting he was totally blindsided by his wife's divorce filing. Did not see it coming, and he is That's devastated. That's how checked out he was. He is so devastated. He had no idea there was a problem in the marriage. Right. Devastated. Wow. So, well, yeah. There it is. Hate to hear that. Yeah. Okay, uh, Ozzy Osbourne is weighing in this morning. Uh, he says he has no plans to retire from performing live. Ozzy. Even if it means they got to wheel him on stage. I love that. <laughs> yep. They may have to. No matter how bad he sounds, he's going to keep doing it. he doesn't care. In an interview with Metal Hammer, the widely read Metal Hammer, he said, doing a live show is what I live for. I've got to do more gigs, even if I have to get someone to wheel me out there. You can't retire me from this game. It's not a job. It's an effing passion. I don't know how to do anything else. And the thought of sitting in my house all day... I'm a road dog, you know. I've been doing it effing 55 years. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, Ozzy, well, you don't have to sit around your house either, dude. I mean, there are other things. Never mind. I mean, you could take a vacation, Ozzy. Right. There are other ways that you put it. But if this is it, then this, this is, is what it. he loves. Ozzy right. also admitted to having his fair share of bad performances. So at least he admits that. He said there have been times when his voice has gone out, but he continued to perform anyway. He said, the kids would honestly rather see you be bad than go home. <laughs> That's probably He's true. probably right. I, yeah. I yeah. buy that. So far, he only has one concert lined up, and that's the Power Trip Festival in Indio, California in October. You know, Ozzy is one of the artists that has yet to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They announced their class of 2023 yesterday. Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, and The Spinners. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, okay, that's a list. Until I look at all of the people that are still not in. When you and look I'm at like, the rock, ba- rock bands like, that are incredibly talented and successful and and rock bands, and then you see Kate Bush, who came out of nowhere right, after like, 35 years yeah, with one I song. Not, I can't even name more than one song other than that P.O.S. song we played all last <laughs> summer. 
Thank so, you. <laughs> Sorry. All Remember right. we were like, when is she going to get to the top of the hill? Because we are all We're there. done. But all is right. that a requirement? You have to be a mainstream rocker? No, or you no know not anymore because they let Dolly Parton in last year. Remember? Oh, and what that's kind of, right. So oh. here's some of the people that aren't in, okay, that might shock you. Uh, Brian Adams, America, Bachman Turner Overdrive, Bad Bad Company, the B-52s, Blue Oyster Cult, Boston. This is alphabetical order, and I'm only on the Bs. Yeah, wow. Joe Cocker, Cosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Foreigner, Peter Frampton, The Guess Who, Sammy Hagar, Don Henley, Hole, NXS, Iron Maiden. Could you imagine I mean, being none of in a rock band and you hear that Kate Bush is making it ahead of you? Jethro Tull, Lenny Kravitz, Huey Lewis and the News, Meatloaf, the I mean, Monkees. I mean, all the people that are being inducted are super talented. I freaking love the spinners. But I don't think it's a rock and roll group. And you think I, it needs to be just rock and roll? I don't know. I, I did maybe when, it, when they called themselves the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. REO Speedwagon. But I always thought, I guess, of the rock and of rock and roll as being a wider spectrum than just it definitely rock is all of those yeah. things for sure. All right, so here's a little of Kate Bush. If you're curious, you're gonna play the whole six minute song. No, we are not. We will not be doing that. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Cheryl Crow. The spinner. Love the spinners. George Michael. This is the first time he was on the ballot and he got in. Missy Elliott. Rage against the machine. I know, but when you hear Willie Nelson, it kind of takes you back to the Dolly Parton thing. Like, is he rock and roll? They have a country music hall of fame. Well, so much of their music, too. You got to remember back in the day, it was a cross. They were crossover hits. They were being played on top 40 radio stations at the time. I know, I know. But but, yeah, I hear you. It just seems weird when BTO is not in there and. Blue Oyster Cult and In Excess and all Three Dog Night is not in. Oh, yeah. What about all those old bands? Roger Waters isn't in. Yeah, here's a little montage of what didn't make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. Boston. They should be there. There's yeah. always next to you. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, quick break. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic as things start to ramp up. Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Awesome. Here are your three headlines. You picked the real one. You're going to go see AJR. So that'll be fun, yeah. right? 
<laughs> I know. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it A? Guy carjacks a pizza delivery driver's Jetta and delivers the pie. Is it B? A woman tried to rob a grocery store, failed, and went back to shopping. Or C? Man attempts to rob elderly couple and gets knocked out with husband's oxygen tank. I'm going to go with B. B, it is B. All right. All right. Yeah, you know how, like, thieves might threaten a clerk demanding money or else, and the or else always seems really scary? Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, the or else was just, or else. Yeah. I'll just go back to shopping in the store. Because <laughs> that's exactly what happened. It's pretty funny. On Monday, a woman in Texas named Brandy Ackerman walked up to a grocery store clerk and pulled a knife out of her jacket, and she demanded that the clerk open the cash register. Mm-hmm. And the clerk said, no. <laughs> so Brandy put the knife back in her jacket and said, oh, I was just kidding anyway. Yeah, no, I didn't mean it. Went back to shopping. Never mind. And she later paid for her items and left. That's funny. Yeah, Brandy was gone by the time the cops got there, but they later caught her and charged her with aggravated robbery. Aggravated because there was a weapon involved. Okay. So she's being held in jail on $150,000 bond. What do you do if you're working there and you're at, and you're the checkout girl? <laughs> and then she brings her bags of her cart of groceries up and is checking out. Are you just kind of standing there going, what is, what is happening here? I still call the police. They're co- I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. They're on the way. Yeah. I don't get paid enough for, for this. Stuff now. God. Right. Uh, 13 after 7, we got a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Alice is looking for a second date update with Paul. Hi, Alice. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm doing okay. I'm honestly a little bummed that I have to be reaching out about this, but I'm hoping to just, like, get a little clarity and maybe... Maybe get to um, see Paul again. For sure. That's the goal of Second mm-hmm. Date Update. We'll do our best. How'd you two meet? <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so we met at a Christmas party and totally hit it off. Like right away, we have mutual friends. Ended up talking with him maybe 70% of like this whole Christmas party. And I even ended up going home with him that night. Oh. Um, which was not a bad deal like we had so much fun after that we were texting constantly like both super into each other um had planned an official date um he took me to soto which was amazing and i was thinking you know this this is a really nice place this guy has got to be pretty into me so the date was amazing we went back to my place my parents were in town visiting so you know, he didn't really feel comfortable staying the night, which is totally understandable. Um, but I haven't heard from him since. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. But he, you think he would have stayed the night had your parents, your parents just staying with you, I assume. Yes. They were just visiting. They were staying in my guest room. I think, yeah, he definitely would have stayed the night. But, I, you know, he was just like a little uncomfortable. It was his first time meeting them. I totally get it. It wasn't like. I was completely understanding. There was no, like, drama about that at all. Like, I walked him out to his car, even had, like, a little mini makeout sesh. So it's not like things, I don't know. It's not like there was anything weird or awkward or off-putting anywhere. Right. 
No. Okay. Yeah. Did he have a chance to meet your parents? Yes, he did briefly, and. Yeah, I mean, my parents are super cool. They're super laid back, so I know it's not anything with them. Right. Um, yeah, I, I have. I, I'm. I'm really stumped. Your dad and, didn't take him aside and you know threaten to shoot him if he oh hurt God, his daughter. Oh God, or get out a shotgun. Oh my God, dad did that no. the first like date I went on. Yeah. And it was like homecoming, and it wasn't even with the guy that I was like dating. It was just like a guy that asked me to homecoming. You know. Oh God. Oh yeah, and out comes dad with a shotgun. I'm like dad's job is not funny. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't that. Like I said, my parents are super mellow. Like everyone loves my folks. They're like some old hippies. Like my friends usually like my parents more than they like me. So it's oh. definitely not that. Oh, Okay. okay. Well, if you can't think of anything else, we can pause here. We'll get Paul's phone number and give him a shout okay. as soon as we come Ooh. back from the break. It's the story of Alice and Paul. Hopefully, Hopefully there will be a part ending. two. Yeah, yes. and a happy know, ending. That's what I'm hoping for. Stay with us. Second date update continues next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> So Alice met Paul at a Christmas party, one of those deals where they hit it off right away and ended up spending a good portion of the night just chit-chatting away. And she ultimately took him home, hooked up, uh, I guess. There was a little bit of hooking up, and but that's not, you know, what the problem was because we went out after that. Right. And then you were texting back and forth there, so it seemed like something was starting to come together. He takes you out on an official date. You bring him back to your place. He probably would have stayed the night, but your parents are in town, and they were staying with you in the guest bedroom, so he was like, eh, I probably shouldn't. And then that you said that was right. the last time you ever heard from him again. Is that correct? Yes. I walked him to his car. Mini makeout sesh, thought everything was fine, ghosted. Like, I'm almost, it was going so good that I'm almost concerned that, like, something happened to him. If we didn't have mutual friends, but even they haven't heard from him. Like, I can't get any information. So I just, like, I need to know what's up. Okay. You got anything else? Anything else we need to know before going in? No. All right, let's do it. Hi, Paul. Yeah, this is him. Just the man I'm looking for. Hi, Paul. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How you doing? Jeff and Jen? From the radio show. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm a huge fan of you guys. I listen to you all the time. (laughs) Well, thank you for being a fan. We appreciate that. Did I win something? Not yet. We're hoping if this works out, we can set you up with a dinner with a very special person who we've come to know and love and her name is Alice. Alice. Okay. I'm guessing second date update. It's totally second <laughs> yep. date update. It's a lucky day. Oh, my God. This is insane. I listen to these all the time, and I never thought I'd be on the show. Well, here's what's interesting. Your your date, as she described it, didn't really go the way a lot of these dates go. You know, they, they go on a date, and suddenly they ghost. But you two had sort of gone out a couple times, if you count the Christmas party, Mm-hmm. The subsequent hookup, yeah. the date at Soto, the time you spent texting back and forth, and then yeah. there was that night where, I guess after the Soto day, you could have stayed over, but you didn't because your parents were there. We thought maybe something happened with the parents, but I don't know, man. What's going on? Did- What's the scoop? Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Okay, so you want to talk about Freaky, right? I think we had a good time. We had some good chemistry. 
um, there was definitely something there, you know, between us. Um, you know, we kissed and stuff, and there was a connection. We felt some chemistry, but I think we maybe should have waited a bit longer before meeting her parents. You know, if we would have waited, I think it probably could have worked out. Well, well, what I mean, I mean, well, that was hard to avoid just because they happened to be staying there. But it wasn't like she took you home to meet the parents, per se. Okay, no, but let me let me tell you what happened. It was crazy. So her parents are, I don't know, I guess they're in their 60s, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And she introduces me to them. They're super friendly, super chill. Like They got like a whole hippie vibe going. I'm like, I'm digging them. You know, they're like, you know, we had like 15 minutes of like small talk back and forth. And then um, her mom takes her dad's hand, right? And she's like, I'm going to give you all some alone time. I was like, okay. And she leads her dad down the hallway. They go in the bedroom. And within minutes, we hear this moaning coming from the bedroom. <laughs> the headboard is like banging, banging, oh, banging no. against the wall. I'm, I'm talking like loud. This is really loud. They're just going at it. And I, I don't even know what to do. You know, at, at this point, it should be like an awkward, like, you know, Apologize, you know, she should apologize for me like hearing this, but she doesn't seem phased by it at all. You know, I, I look at her in her eyes, and like my eyes are like popping out of my head. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? And she just kind of like rolled her eyes. She said something like, I don't know, like they've been doing this their whole life, or something to that sort. Like, this is like a normal Tuesday for her. I'm just like, what is going on? She just she poured me a glass just kept talking and going on with it with the date like nothing was wrong like her parents weren't just banging in the next room it was wow crazy yes and like no check this out i heard her mom she said harder daddy harder oh god oh my god stop right there it freaked me out i would die i would die on either on either side whether it was my parents or and she just seemed unfazed like this is just an average tuesday in yes, her household. Completely unfazed. She was pouring wine. We were continuing conversation. We were talking about what's on TV. It's like no big deal. And it was they were going in there like a like a pair of sixteen year olds. It was uh, it was it was nuts. That's so wow. crazy. Alice, I gotta compliment you. I don't know. How do you <laughs> I, you must be used to it, I guess. You get to a certain point where you're just completely unfazed. I mean I don't know. You guys know people have sex, right? I mean Yeah, but I know but who isn't weirded out by the idea of their own parents having right. sex? I know they're deserving of love and all that. And you hope when you reach that age that you're still having that kind of sure. activity in your life. You hope, you pray, right? But you don't want right. to hear it. No. I don't know. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm just like used to it. Like, I have so many friends whose parents are divorced. Like, I'd say 90%. Yeah. I'm just so grateful my parents are so in love. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but here's the thing that I think is good about that, Paul. She, You would think growing up in, in an environment where mom and dad are just being real, they're living their lives, they seem to have a healthy attitude about sex. Sex. You know, it's got to mean that Alice is relatively well-adjusted herself, although some <laughs> I don't know. Argue. Some may not call that well-adjusted. No. Mom, it's, Dad, it's cool very, it in there. Come on. Knock it off. But I would say that you're probably, it's, I mean, I would, I would assume that you have very open and honest conversations about sex with your parents and probably have since a very young age. I do. 
It's when honestly, it's when the parents act like it's taboo or dirty or wrong that it becomes an issue for a child growing up. That's exactly my point. Yeah, and I don't think it was as bad as Paul's saying. I mean, clearly, like, okay, oh, yeah. Come on, I, you know, it was loud. You know they were loud. You got to admit that they were loud, right? <laughs> they were, I mean, you got to try to keep it down when other people are in the house. I mean, did they have to be so loud? Like if that, let, let's set aside the fact for a moment that they were her parents. If they were just friends of yours or you were on like a, I don't know, a couple's retreat or something yeah. and you could hear the people in the next room, would that bother you? Um, or is no, it the fact that they're her parents? It was, it was the fact that they were her parents, I think. And then and, and the, the fact that she didn't even like apologize or even like, be, she wasn't phased by it. You yeah. know, she was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, that's what they do. But like, she was like unfazed. I mean, that's. That's a little strange to me. You know what I mean? I don't know. More wine? I just don't think I can look them in the eye anymore. You know what I mean? Like, just you. I get his point. I just don't think she should have to apologize for her parents' behavior. Yeah. You know. So there's no possibility of a second date here, Paul, or third date or whatever number we're at. You know, I I just, I can't imagine. No, I I just can't. I'm sorry. Really? (laughs) I mean, if you, you, you... are you kind of envisioning your your future and like spending the holidays? Oh yeah, they're moving <laughs> in, man. And, and the grandparents, you know, and then they become the grandparents, and you've got a three or four year old, and grandma and grandpa are going at it. And you're supposed to be watching them. <laughs> Who's watching who? No, I mean Do the what? parents are supposed to be watching the kids, not oh. doing what they were doing. Yeah, grandma and grandpa are supposed to be babysitting. That's not that. right. Not getting distracted. None of that tomfoolery. That's right. <laughs> I mean, look, my parents don't live with me. They were just visiting. It's right. not like they're, you know, if we went out again and you came to my house, that it's going to happen again until, you know, the next holiday. I that mean, they... it's avoidable. You just don't ever have to be staying, you know, stay somewhere where the parents have access to. I mean, would they ever, let's say, let's say you were living in a one-bedroom house without a guest room. Would they, you know, if you, would they go in the bathroom and do that? Ew. I'm sure they would. They they seem like the type. (laughs) Okay. They would just wait till I left the house, and then they'd go in my room. Okay. Or on the floor. Right. Well, you know, if it's not a match, it's not a match. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I love my parents so much, and I want someone that loves them, too. Like, they're awesome. Yeah, maybe it's not traditional, but... I mean, I hope that I have a relationship like that someday. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Paul, we appreciate you taking the call. Thanks for listening to our show and being a fan. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Uh, y'all take care. Okay. Uh, you you too. too. And Alice, good luck to you. Good although luck. I don't think you'll need it. Tell mom and dad we said hi. <laughs> I will. And Thank good you. for them. Good for them. Exactly. All right. Take you? it easy. <laughs> May we all, when we get to that point in our life, right, Jeff? Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Absolutely. Sure. So, listen, you need a little help with a second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right. Uh, One more reason you might want to reconsider the ice in your whiskey. We'll have the story coming up. Also coming soon to Florida, radioactive roads. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. (laughs) I don't like having too many things. I'm a thrower-outer. That's my personality type. I'm a thrower-outer. If I have something, I really don't want it. I wish there was a store where I could buy something, pivot, and just throw it down a chute into an incinerator. 
walk out, no bags. That's my perfect shopping experience. Now, my wife, of course, is the opposite. This is marriage. This is the beauty. The conflict is the beauty of marriage. My wife is a saver. She's a keeper. She grips, grasps. Everything is organized. Every styrofoam peanut is numbered, cataloged, filed. I will throw anything out at any time. Where's the wedding album? I thought you were done with it. And that was wrong. I admit that now. Those were special memories, and they're gone now. But the point is this. All things on Earth only exist in different stages of becoming garbage. Okay? Your home is a garbage processing center where you buy new things, bring them into your house, and slowly crapify them over time. Okay? This is your life. Ah, I love this mouse. Ain't it grand? Did yep. you get a new battery for it? It's yes, we replaced it, but I just think it's, is it shot? It's the contact or something just needs. It's just dirty. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it is seven thirty-five here at Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. We're Jeff and Jen, and you might want to reconsider the ice in your whiskey. Also, coming soon to Florida, we're talking radioactive roads. It is Thursday, the 4th of May, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. There are many ways to drink whiskey. You can drink it neat, drink it on the rocks, and swig it straight out of the bottle alone on your couch. It's up to you. Which one's your favorite? Uh, I prefer mine on a large rock. I do, too. I like ice. I want it to be a little cold. Because if it's not, man, it's just hot. When you order it neat, that's just no ice, right? Correct. Yeah. That's, I that's think that's how way, I like it. That's the way that everybody in the in the movies and on shows always drinks it when they walk over and just pour it. Just put a little splash in the yeah. bottom and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And everyone has their preference on ice. Some feel like any amount of ice takes away from the flavor. They're the purists. While others believe that... Uh, a cube of ice or a splash of water is important to sort of open up the spirit. But a new study shows that if you're going to use the ice method, you should finish your drink before all of the ice melts. And they say this because uh, water dilutes the flavor and it, and it can change the taste profile. And that's, you know, another reason why they make ice balls, because they tend to melt less. Or hmm. slower. Right. Okay. Um, researchers say that in a chemical analysis, a ratio with over 20% water dilutes the flavor and changes the taste profile. And if the ratio gets to 40% water, 60% whiskey, then all whiskeys will begin to smell and taste the same, which is not what you want, especially if you're enjoying something nice and expensive. Now, does it matter if it's uh, like a scotch whiskey, a bourbon whiskey, a Canadian blended whiskey? For the ice stuff? I don't no, know. I don't know. I mean, if you're just drinking to get drunk, then none of this is going to matter to you. But, <laughs> you know, part of the reason I, I drink single malt scotch is because they have very unique flavor taste mm -hmm. characteristics. And I can absolutely tell the difference between one and a blind test. So for me, I, I can handle the ice, but they're different enough. At least with single malt scotch, they're different enough that I can tell a Balvini versus a McAllen. We've secretly replaced Jeff's single malt scotch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you crystals. can taste it too. Like, I'm not like a bourbon condesor 
at all. I do enjoy drinking it, but even when you go like on the Bourbon Trail, like we went last year, yeah, they to teach Bardstown, you how to. But you can taste it, like oh, that one does taste like caramel, or that Absolutely. one does pull Spicier. this a little more. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You could tell a new riff versus uh, Woodford Reserve. Yeah, they, they, for they sure, couldn't be more different. And a twenty percent water ratio is not a lot. A standard whiskey on the rocks pour is two ounces, and one regular ice cube is generally the equivalent of one ounce. So if that cube melts all the way it becomes 33% of the liquid. Now, if you're in a situation where, you know, you go over to Buddy's house and he offers you a Booker's and it's 120 proof, oh, yeah. then oh, it's probably not yeah. a bad idea to drop yeah. an ice yeah, cube. put a in cube there. in there. If you want to pace yourself. You want to make it. Make the night Well, last. and I feel like, too, Jeff, with, like, rye, for me, they just feel hot. I love those. Like, those they are the feel spicy hotter You like me. the heat to it. Yeah. And I, but I do, but I also feel like that's when I need a little more ice, like, to kind of... Cool yeah. it off a little. To get it down the down the pipes. So yep. Kristen's a bourbon drinker, and she she likes Woodford Reserve, but she likes uh, Basil Hayden even better because it's probably the lowest proof. It's probably the smoothest out of all it's the bourbons. It's easier, yeah. Um, but I used to drink Woodford all the time. So her dad had Woodford stuck in his head. So when he went to go get uh, bourbon for whenever we come over, he got the Woodford Reserve rye. Oh, yeah, so that's hot. Which is a little different. She's got some heat to it. But yeah. luckily, Kristen's okay with that. And then her dad and I actually drink the scotch. So it all worked out in the end. But, yeah, <laughs> we all take uh, we all take it on the rocks because, yeah, we just like to open up the spear a little bit. And just not a lot of ice, but we'll, we again, we'll use the ice ball. Or sometimes I just like the look of an ice cube, you know, big mm-hmm. rock because it looks a little more masculine. <laughs> You know, what, what was the ad that uh, Maker's Mark had? They, they had that big billboard downtown in celebration of the Reds, and they took an ice ball that they put in a Maker's Mark, but they added the little baseball the, the stitching. Uh, stitching, oh, the stitching on it. Oh, it, that's which, cool. And, and it said, it's the ad said, fun. play ball. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Cute. All right, 740, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Probably not the best PR for one of America's top tourist states, but Florida could be getting radioactive roads this does not sound good at all no uh last week lawmakers in the state of florida approved a bill to allow something called pg 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 phyto something right close phosphogypsum phosphogypsum to be used in road construction they've they've they're allowing something uh, this is a bill that will allow PG or phosphogypsum to be used in road construction. What does that mean? It is a byproduct of fertilizer. Not oh, good. That gives off radioactive radon gas. And why in the hell would awesome. we want that being used for anything? Blows my mind. It's probably inexpensive. If I had to guess, it all comes down to money. I'm thinking just what. Does it melt the snow? Would it be better up here than in Florida? Is oh. it going to glow? Like, will it make the roads light up? <laughs> and what's it going to do to the people that are inhaling it? Or the plants and the animals when it has road runoff, water can, runoff? Well, I can't answer those questions, but I can tell you this. The federal government says it's too toxic to do anything with. So companies normally just pile it up in giant mounds. 
Now, just driving on the roads might not hurt you directly, but the, the bigger concern is the longer-term overall health effects that it could have on road workers and the environment, as if it's not enough of an ecological nightmare down there well, as it is. Uh, <sighs> so we're not using it for a purpose. We're using it just to get rid of a byproduct of something else. Yeah, that's what it well, seems doesn't like. Well, that, isn't that a little bit concerning that it's a byproduct of fertilizer that we put on our food and in our lawns? You would think, but politicians backing the bill Ugh. say those claims are overblown. Oh, they always say that. This sounds very House of Cards to me, and I do not like it. I just don't. More than 30 environmental groups are calling on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to veto the bill, so we'll see what he does. Please, Ron, veto. Yeah. Have I heard any? What's going on? He's got his hands full with the Everglades and... Yeah. And Disney. He's fighting Disney right now, too, isn't he? Well, they're going a few rounds. I was thinking more in terms of the environment. Environment, yeah. yeah. What's going on in East Palestine? Haven't heard much about that lately. I hope those people are doing all right. The last time they were in the news was when the uh, Jeff Ruby crew and Casey from Yellowstone took a bunch of water purification systems, systems and purifiers there. up there. Yeah. Meanwhile... Rules are rules, but this kind of added insult to injury. A 61-year-old woman in New Jersey accidentally ran herself over with her own car Monday (laughs) night. Oh, boy. That hurts. (laughs) She's fine. But on top of that, cops gave her a ticket. Yeah, her injuries are serious, but not life-threatening. It happened in Hackettstown, New Jersey, about 40 miles west of Newark. She was getting out of her 2014 Lincoln didn't put it in park, and it literally ran over the left side of her body. Oh, my gosh. That can kill you, you know. So one time when I was pregnant, um, you know, you have that pregnancy brain. It is a real valid thing. Mm-hmm. I just got out of my car once. Without and putting I, it in and park. Without putting it in park. Yeah. yeah. And I just, like, I, I don't know why, but I hopped back in and I was able to stop it, but I should have just let it go because yeah. I could have died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like having a car run over you. I had a car collapse on my arm as I was trying to change a tire. Ah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. You remember that? I had to call Sally, yeah. and she had to get me in. And and the thing that he was concerned most about was, you know, aside from the injury, luckily there there wasn't a break and the arm was intact. But, yeah. you know, there was a bad enough bruise that they were concerned about, what do they call it? When you run the risk oh. of a blood clot, edema. Edema. Is yeah. that what it is? Something, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. They were most worried about that. Uh, paramedics got her to a hospital. Luckily, she survived. They said her injuries were serious but not life-threatening. After the car ran her over, it kept going, though, and crashed into another car. Oh, no. But that's not what she got the ticket for. It uh, turned out her registration was expired. Oh, boy. So cops cited her for driving an unregistered vehicle. Oh, my god. They usually let you off with a few warnings for that one before they... <laughs> Speaking from experience. (laughs) (laughs) I got pulled over twice within a week. The Mason cops are on it, man. They were on it. And didn't you have the sticker? You just didn't put it on? Or did that was the third time they pulled me over? I was gonna say, because I felt like I remember you being like, Well, I had it in the car. I got it. Well, I had to get a whole new plate because it it had been so long. It had been expired for so long that they had to give me a whole new plate. That's funny. Yeah. All right, we gotta take a break. When we come back. The perfect relationship moment between Fritch and Scott. (laughs) That's coming up after the break.
First, to check the roads, we got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Are you celebrating May the 4th be with you day? (laughs) No, no, I'm not. You should. It's a big one, don't you know? Neither is Jen. She doesn't have a stitch of Star Wars clothing on her today. I don't. I completely didn't even think about it. I've never even seen them. Never even seen them? Same. What? I, I just don't know if we can have you on this radio program. <laughs> I can I have, have you on the radio program. They, they loved it, but I just I just can't get Never into it. Never got into it. Yeah. It's, well, not, it's not for everybody. It isn't. It's not. That's unfortunate. I'm not a super fan. Like, I don't have any shirts or own any of them, but I enjoy the movies. They're fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you do? I mean, I, I always did the whole talking the fan thing, but, you know. Oh. <laughs> Of course. Of course. Hilarious. Oh, that's funny. All right. So this is what we're going to do is we have got 10 questions here for you to answer, and you're going to do it in 30 seconds. And every one of your answers is going to begin with the 1K letter of the day that Jeff has in an envelope. So he's going to rip open the envelope and let you know what your letter is. Then we'll have your 30 seconds. And there's only one rule. Don't repeat any of your answers. And one major suggestion that we make to everybody, and that is to pass quickly. Right. Got it. All right, today got the letter N, as in no. No. All right. No, I do not like Star Wars. (laughs) Thank you. You're funny. All right, so here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. With the letter N, name something you eat when you're on a diet. Pass. Something you play. Pass. Something green. Nissan. A cleaning product. Pass. A movie. Napoleon Dynamite. A song. Pass. A restaurant. Pass. A snack. Pass. Something you cut. Pass. Something you rub. Nipples. Something you eat when you're on a diet. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Nothing. You got nipples in there. Nothing is when you eat on a diet. (laughs) Fritz said that when your nipples are itchy, it means your boobs are growing. Yeah, the truth. We were talking about that today. I have never heard that, but my sister always used to tell me that the more bread crust you ate, the bigger your boobs would grow. Oh, and yeah. I no longer eat bread crust. There you go. (laughs) You've got enough going on. I've reached my max level. I'm moving on. Uh, let's see something. You, something you eat on a diet? I go Nilla wafers. Nilla wafers. Probably, right, probably not. Or nectarine. I was no. thinking nectarine. Was thinking, is there like an apple that's like a maple or something yeah, like that? Na- maybe Fiji. Mm-hmm. Something. I don't Fuji. know. Navel orange, maybe. Navel orange would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with Nilla wafers. Something you play Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good one. With Tim there, and I'm going with nothing. Song. A <laughs> yeah. song. Never gonna give you well, up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Rickrolled right here. Nada. Clean, cleaning nada. product, Fritch. I don't know. I was thinking about that because I was. It wouldn't. Nothing hit me right away. But I did have answers for some of the other ones. Something you cut your neck. Uh, the snack oh. was Nella wafers. Yeah. Yeah. Rub nipple. Restaurant was great. nada. Restaurant, I said nada. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never gotten product. the letter N. I've gotten quite a few letters, but never the letter N. So next time I'll know. <laughs> next time, yep. Oh well, you passed quick. I'll give you that. I got on, so that that's well okay done. with me. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. And may the fourth be with that's you. That's right. Right. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See okay. Take care. Bye. 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 Yeah. Nivea.
something that starts with N that you clean oh, with. Oh, mm. Nivea. Got it. Nivea? I thought like, that was loche. It's soap. Oh. Mm, I don't like it. <laughs> clean your uh, face with it. Mm. Cleaning. Mm. We would have given it sure. to her if she said yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, speaking of Star Wars Day. <laughs> You get the Young Jedi Adventures and Star Wars Visions Volume 2 dropped today on Disney Plus. And how do you pronounce this? Ahsoka? A H S O K A, Star Wars fan? Jurgen. Ahsoka? How's it spelled? A H S O K A. This is coming out this August. Okay. I don't know. I, no. What That's to you a new one. I, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Okay. What did you find me, Tim? So on Twitter this morning, the Loveland Schools tweeted out a video of what seems to be a teacher standing with her uh, French horn. She's uh, in like a Darth Vader robe. She's in a Darth Vader robe, and she's got her music stand up, and all of the teachers at the Loveland Early Childhood Center are walking in for the day. And they are walking through the door as she plays the Star Wars March or whatever whatever song this is. I don't know the name of it. But she's not perfect, but she's really good. And it's just a hilarious tweet because the teachers are walking in and some are into it and some are not. And she's just standing there in her bro playing. We have to find out who this who this teacher or administrator is in Loveland. This great. is great. <laughs> You just don't see enough of the French horn. It's a hard instrument to play. I used to play. What? Yeah. (laughs) Look at these teachers walking in with their lunches. (laughs) What the hell's going on today? (laughs) Solid. Nice job. (laughs) It is a hard instrument. Oh, my God, they look thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> it's not students, well, is it? She's playing it for over? the teachers. Yeah, those teachers are coming in for the day. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's like Teacher Appreciation Week, so maybe she gathered them all for uh, a little. That's true. Maybe they're doing a breakfast or something. And she can't be the only one who's got an instrument and some uh-uh. talent. Maybe next year some of the other teachers can join in. There yeah, you they're go. looking at her like, great, Diane, that's great. <laughs> Would that come off the <laughs> Loveland Tigers <laughs> yes. uh, Twitter uh, Loveland Tigers Twitter account. So if you're in the, the Loveland district at the early uh, childhood center, let us know who this is. We want to give her her props. Proper yeah. shout out. Yeah. Sure. This is great. Yeah, when I was in the eighth grade concert band with Mr. Braden, I played the French horn. I was in the small brass ensemble. Well done. Thank you. I never knew that about you. Yep. Well, I was in the jazz band. It was an easy transition. Not easy, but it was a similar transition going from trumpet to the French sure. horn, some mm. of the key, the, some of the key similar. is the same, but the, ma- the mouthpiece is quite smaller. Does it just have three thingies too yeah. on the French horn? Same it just has as, three. Yeah. Is there a handle and in you have the? To cup your hand. No, you cup your hand and you put it inside to you help you shove with your the hand tone. up its innards. You sure do, girlfriend. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, dad jokes are fun, but when they're dad jokes on Star Wars Day. Uh, Come on. Put your hands together and give a warm welcome to your dad. Yeah, that's that's me. Let's do it. 
Luke and Obi-Wan walk into a Chinese restaurant. Ten minutes into the meal, Luke's still having trouble with the chopsticks. <laughs> dropping food everywhere, Obi finally snaps. Use the forks, Luke. <laughs> hey, why couldn't Luke Skywalker find love? He was looking in Alderaan places. I saw a falcon eating avocado toast. It was a millennial falcon. Okay. What make of car do Jedi Masters love? What? Toyotas. What Jedi likes to sing living on a prayer? What? Bon Jovi Juan Kenobi. Give it up for your dad. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.